This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the seventh Sunday of Easter, the 24th of May. I think it's fair to say that during lockdown I've probably been watching more telly than I would normally do. And whilst channel surfing last week, I came across the film which I've seen before, the film called Risen, which was made about four or five years ago. And I think I've spoken about it in a previous homily. It tells the story of the risen Jesus between the resurrection and the ascension, as seen through the eyes of a sceptical Roman soldier who eventually comes to Christian faith. Clavius, the main character, is a complete sceptic and ruthless. But as he meets Mary and the other disciples and experiences their transformed lives, he also discovers the truth that the guards were paid to cover up the resurrection. And he starts to open his mind that there is some other explanation for the missing body. Clavius eventually meets the risen Jesus and turns from someone who's been hardened and remote to someone who personifies faith and mercy. There's a very moving scene at the end when Jesus affirms that which Clavius seeks, certainty, a day without death and peace, which are all to be found in following Jesus. We see here how love and faith change a person at their very centre. Those 40 days are retold, showing all of those moments when Jesus appears to his disciples and encourages them in their mission until that film finally ends with the moment of Jesus' ascension into heaven, which is represented by his disappearing in an intense light. Now, we've just celebrated ascension last Thursday, and there have been all kinds of ways of depicting the ascension of Jesus in art. Down through the centuries, the scriptures just tell us that at the end of those days, he disappears from their sight, he's taken away. The essence of this mystery of the life of Jesus, the ascension, that he returns to the Father, is so that he can be of more help to us by sending the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, but also by his intercessory role as the Son of God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity. And that is what we touch whenever we come to worship. And that's what the ascension does for us. It draws us into deeper worship. St. Augustine has a thought for this particular season when in a sermon he says, because there are these two periods of time, the one that now is beset with the trials and troubles of this life, and the other yet to come, a life of everlasting serenity and joy, we are given two liturgical seasons, one before Easter and the other after. The season before Easter, Lent, signifies the troubles in which we live here and now, while this time after Easter, which we are celebrating at present, signifies the happiness that will be ours in the future. What we commemorate before Easter is what we experience in this life. What we celebrate after Easter points to something which we do not yet possess. This is why we keep the first season with fasting and prayer but now the fast is over and we devote the present season to prayers, such is the meaning 
of the Alleluia we sing. What do we hear the apostles do after the ascension? Well, before they preached, they stayed in the upper room and they prayed. Prayer always precedes action. Prayer comes before mission. And they did it with Mary, who at that moment was the embodiment of the entire Christian faith, which she held in her heart. And that's the model for the church anyway. It's the model for the followers of Jesus to be gathered in prayer around Mary, mother of the church. In this final week of May, in these days of the Novena for Pentecost, we gather, as the apostles did, as the early church expectant, with our eyes fixed on heaven, with Mary, help of Christians, and always awaiting the Holy Spirit with that prayer, come, renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. Graciously hear our supplications, O Lord, so that we who believe that the Saviour of the human race is with you in glory, may experience, as he promised, until the end of the world, his abiding presence among us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.